0: Welcome back to the AP World History Podcast and to our final session of our look at the second wave of European imperialism and our look at the cultural aspects or the social aspects of, of that. Um, we're going to break this into three parts here. We've got education, religion, and uh, kind of race and ethnicity here going on. So we're going to start here with education. Um, and education was the, the most critical thing you could get uh, if you wanted to rise up out of a, a lowly position. Uh, but usually you needed to be of the right religion, uh, which would be Christianity, and we'll talk about that next, uh, and you needed to be from the right ethnic group or, or race. Um, if you weren't from that, it was much more difficult to rise up into those higher positions uh, or to get this education so that you could rise up into those higher positions because the Europeans wanted to use uh, those groups that they know they could uh, galvanize and rely on and uh, allowed a smaller group to kind of control the larger group. Um, but with this education, then you can gain those, you could gain positions in government and gain higher positions, the better education you got, or the, the smarter you were. Um, and it also got you out of harder labor jobs. Now, this was a a major benefit for you, uh, if you were living there and you didn't want to have to do farming or work in one of those coarse labor environments. Um, but at the same time, it, it had a drawback in that, um, you, you lost some of your identity. Because you wanted to be like the Europeans, you started to uh, act, dress, and do things like the Europeans do. So you ate more European-like cuisines. You dressed more like the Europeans. And you spoke like the Europeans. You adopted their language. And you gave up some of those practices that you might have had that were tribal. And you might not have looked at that as a bad thing back then. Or uh, you could look at it as a, a not-so-great thing. Um, a great thing, depending on what your view is on, on those. Um, the one unfortunate thing for for those people that even went through all these steps and adopted the culture of the Europeans is they were still viewed as a second class citizen. Uh, they were below the Europeans, and so they never got a. They were never viewed as equals to them. Now, on the religious front, um, religion is a huge uh, factor in the uh, colonization of Africa. Uh, the Biggest reason why is because the missionaries were usually the first to go in there, and they're the ones that set up these schools that were eventually then uh, taken over by the government, or the government would eventually set up some schools to teach those groups that they wanted to have taught. Um, But uh, religion was the first thing. Those missionaries were the first ones to go into some of these areas, especially in Africa. And um, they started converting people. And you see them being adopted by the uh, regions that did not have a, a strong... Uh, religion uh, based around a holy book. So if we're talking about West Africa and North Africa, we're not going to see Christianity readily adopted. But really the Sub-Saharan Africa outside of West Africa, and West Africa still actually had a lot of Christians uh, uh, or Christianity being adopted by many people. Um, But we see it a lot more in Central Africa, East Africa, and and South Africa. Um, East Africa also you do see a huge Muslim population because of that Indian Ocean trade and those uh, Swahili states that we looked at. Uh, but um, you see it being adopted a lot more in the interior than what Islam was being adopted as. And um, that's, again, because the, the constant theme that we've had of, of uh, not having that holy book and, and uh, set dogmas and stuff like that. Uh, we'll also see it take place outside of Africa, uh, in New Zealand, uh, in the Pacific Islands. Uh, it's going to be heavily adopted as well. And uh, we're going to see those old gods falling and being viewed as weak. Uh, We're going to see um, people using it to say, hey, we're like the Europeans and try to uh, get educations and try to be more European and adopt that culture and try to gain. um, uh, uh, What do I want to say here to try to um, get on the good side of the Europeans so that they can get some uh, benefits from them. Uh, however, uh, it's going to lead to some issues. Uh, gender, uh, we're going to see uh, uh, more of a push for patriarchy than uh, matriarchal systems. Uh, we're going to see nudity be viewed as, as bad. We're going to see polygamy be bashed and, and try to be outlawed. Um, and uh, we're going to see other practices uh, like female circumcision being banned. Um, so uh, there are some good things that come with that, some not so good things. Um, but we're going to see cultural changing or at least trying to change. But um, it never fully changes because as we saw with the Americas and anytime Christianity or or a large religion gets adopted, it's going to morph with that uh, native culture. So we'll see uh, some of the things uh, change there and they take on some of the ideas of the spirits of that area or or medicine practices Um, and so those get uh, brought together with that. And then uh, the last thing we need to talk about here is uh, the view of race uh, or tribe and ethnicity. Um, before the Europeans got to Africa, and this is especially where we see this idea of race and tribe, but before they got there, um, there wasn't much of a view of uh, we're a different tribe than these groups. So there, it's believed that there wasn't much of a difference or it wasn't viewed as, as significantly. But as soon as the Europeans put up borders and divided ethnic groups up or tribes up and Uh, as soon as they exploited uh, one tribe over another or pushed one tribe up over another, you start to see these tensions rise. And uh, that's going to lead to some fighting that will happen afterwards. Again, um, Rwanda is a great one. Uh, Sudan is another great example of of this exploding in more than modern times. And... Uh, that's because these ethnic groups become the thing that bring these people together and allow them to say, we are this and we're better than that group that's, that's, that's loyal to that colonizing power. Um, you will also see people kind of galvanize around what their heritage is from too. So if they were descended from the Egyptians, like in Egypt, they're going to look back at those old civilizations and say, look at how great we were. Or Mali uh, will look back at um, Mali and the kingdom of Mali or Ghana with Ghana. Uh, so you see them looking back at those ancient heritages and and using that as a way to bring their people together uh, and uh, especially those ethnic groups that want to um, make a stronger coalition to show how how great they are you're gonna see them push for that and, and push for more equality in those in those groupings and and um, So this is something the Europeans will try to fight against and keep down, but it's going to be a a uniting force. And when we get to the independence movements that will come about, this will be one of the things that helps really galvanize uh, the people against the Europeans. Because they'll see truly how different they are from the Europeans, but also um, they'll they'll be fighting for their tribe. But this is also going to lead to a lot of future issues in Africa because you're going to have people looking at ethnic groups and tribes as more important than the actual wellness of the whole country. Uh, and so we'll see kind of corruption and things based around that happening. Uh, but we'll save that for, for a future time when we look at Unit, unit 6 here.